0: capital of the world. Today. Oh,
1: Green. There you go. Just Green! Oh, wow. Sorry! As this game is going on, he's feeling it, and you can see he's rising to the occasion. It's the T.C. Martin Show. Oh! Awesome, baby! What a
2: it's time to get your
3: daily prescription from the doctor, T.C. Martin. This is your captain, baby. Hey, come with me. The doctor is now in. Glad to have you with us. Oh, yes, you know what today is. It is your favorite day. It's terrible Tuesday where we get to vent our frustrations in the sporting world. Plus a huge sports day. Major League Baseball, plenty. Playoff baseball, the AL, the NL, four. Count them, four major league playoff games the nba finals game number four and the wnba game number three our las vegas aces trying to stave off elimination against the seattle storm so we got all of that today the big seven footer big bill cartwright will be checking in live from chicago today from a golf course near you it's doing a uh, big event out there with a celebrity golf tournament so we'll We'll talk to the big seven-footer regarding that and get his thoughts about game number four tonight between the Heat and the Lakers. Can Miami make a series out of it? Ball, Park,
1: Frank in the house here today. What is going on, my friend? Well, you know, I'm feeling a little (coughs) bit um, mixed emotionally right now because my picks have not been sensational of late, but... Every week, it's like I'm cheering for the Packers to win a game (laughs) so that I can be respectable and they keep on winning. This is that's a terrible Tuesday. That's not a terrible Tuesday take. That's a marvelous Tuesday because that is putting money in your wallet. Well, only if I bet it, though. I My heart will not let me bet the Packers. I will give it out there for other people if they, they No, want to no, I'm it. not hearing this from you because you said week I one. You actually I bet. I did. I okay. it was actually week two, yeah. So, yeah, you bet. Yeah, no, I, I did that Why don't you just let it ride like Richard Dreyfuss said in the movie? Well, if I would have, I'd be doing pretty good right now. Yeah, so, so, so. you're hating on yourself. I yeah. mean, come on. Don't no. bet against yourself. Yeah. By the way, did you like Roger's comments to people that were talking about his <laughs> bad year and that kind of stuff coming out today and basically saying uh, a lot of QBs would sell their soul to have my bad years
3: yes yes and that's a oh. typical aaron Rodgers.
1: at least comment. he's humble at least he's oh, humble
3: yeah he's humble all right he's a yeah. humble bumble yeah yeah don't, don't <laughs> get don't give me going quote about that <laughs> nunchuck on the other side of the glass today uh, making it all happen there he is and uh we've got baseball in progress right now speaking of which the a's and the astros uh off to a low scoring affair here today uh astros with uh uh, Framer Valdez, the lefty, going against Shaw Manea, the fellow lefty for the A's. So we got zeroes. We got goose eggs uh, through two innings right now. But uh, explosion time in uh, with Atlanta and Miami. Uh, the Atlanta Braves were trailing 4-3, to three and they put up a six spot, put up a touchdown without the extra point in the seventh inning. And the Braves on their way to victory over the Marlins 9-3. to three. Rather, 9-4, to four, I should say. 9-4, to four, and this Marlins team, you know, d- swept the Cubs, basically shut out the Cubs, shut down the uh, Cubs totally, and then uh, they got off to another hot start here today, and I think there are a lot of believers out there thinking this Marlins team, including our good friend Chris Bosio, who will join the program tomorrow.
1: Well, you know, we talked about it yesterday, and I kind of jokingly said that, you know, the, the Falcons wish that they had the Braves offense a little bit because we talked about a game that they exploded for a bunch of runs a while back. But, um, yeah, I mean, baseball right now, who knows what's going on, you know? I, I still think the Dodgers are kind of the clear-cut favorite to win everything because they were the best team. But in these short series and with everything happening, I mean, you, you don't know what's going to go on. I, I know you've been watching the baseball a lot, but um, I – I still think it's funny when everybody's talking about how the Marlins upset the Cubs in the first round. The Marlins have never lost to the Cubs in the playoffs. Why is that such a gigantic upset? Yeah. It's not like you really had home
3: field advantage even though the games Both games were. And, and it's not field. like
1: the Cubs were, were rolling at the end of the season. It's true. Uh, just because they, they took the Sox in the final series before mm. that, they were struggling big mm. time. All right. A's just got on the board. They lead the Astros 1-0 in the bottom of the
3: second. So we'll have updates uh, throughout the course of the program That was so today. quick you
1: didn't even have time for the breaking news sounder. I, I, I did I, I just <laughs> looked up. I saw I saw zeros, and then I looked up. I
3: won nothing. I don't know what happened. I'm sitting here looking at you and and, and listening to your Marlins uh, take here. So I don't know. All right. So we've got plenty of takes uh, today as well, too. So without further ado, what time is it?
2: It's That's terrible. Things gone wrong in the sporting world. That's a terrible idea. I want to know what the hell he's smoking.
0: Something stinks in here.
2: That's terrible. (laughs) It's Terrible Tuesday.
3: Things gone wrong in the sporting world. Well, what has gone wrong in the NFC East? Look at these teams. All right. we got Philadelphia, Dallas. The Giants, I almost said the Redskins, but I didn't, but I just did. The Washington Football Club, I still want to say the Redskins. I want to be like Dick Stockton. All four of these teams, 3-12-1 is their record combined after four weeks. 3-12-1. I can't think of another division like this. So when you look at these teams, and I guess this is maybe a carryover from last year, how pathetic this division was. But nobody expected this. We expected the Cowboys to be better. Yes, they got rid of Jason Garrett, but I'm not sure if they got much of an upgrade with Mike McCarthy. That's atrocious. Philly has been in the tank. We knew we were gonna get with the Giants. We knew we were gonna get with Washington. They're a mess. But right now, yes, three twelve and one combined with these teams. The Cleveland Browns put it on the Cowboys yesterday, or rather Sunday, forty nine thirty eight. Cleveland rushed for three hundred and seven yards. They're ahead forty-one to fourteen at one point. The Rams and the Giants, that game was a little bit more competitive, but the Giants couldn't get in the end zone. 17-9 to was the final score there. Daniel Jones actually had a chance to lead a comeback here, threw a pick near the goal line at the end of the game to preserve the victory for the Rams. And then Baltimore took on Washington, and we knew it was going to happen there. And Lamar Jackson went crazy. Baltimore won that game 31-17. to And then the lone victor of that division happened on Sunday night. We talked about it yesterday. The Eagles defeated the Niners 25-20 with a banged up 49er team. A game the Niners gave away. Nick Mullins went southern miss on us and just forgot how to play the game of tackle football. Uh, craziness is two they gave up two touchdowns and literally no time on the clock. How do you how does that happen? Well, you go ahead and you throw uh you get you score a touchdown, a 42-yard touchdown pass. Then you get the kickoff. On your first play, you throw a pick-six going the other way. So virtually, when you look at the box score, both of these touchdowns occurred at 5 minutes and 50 seconds uh, left in the third period. So craziness. But this division is
1: downright atrocious. Are you telling me that we have to have a winner in this division? Well, someone's going to win the division. <laughs> it might go down to a tiebreaker or, or something like that about – who the worst best team is or the best worst team is. Uh, it, it's a terrible division. And I now understand why Washington didn't change their name because they didn't want to associate a name with this team until they actually got a real football team out there. And maybe they shouldn't have gone with a soccer name like the Washington Football Club because now they're scoring like a soccer team. Oh. They're not scoring out there. And you mentioned the Cowboys game, and of course uh, we know that uh, one of their players, Demarcus Lawrence, he recently came out, and he is not happy with the way things are in Dallas right now. His Twitter's been blowing up. People have been ripping him. Uh, his stats are absolutely horrific, although he signed a five-year, $105 million contract. So he basically came on Twitter and said, To everybody out there, to all you haters, F you. And he said it like three or four times in the tweet saying, if you're not with us, if you're not with me, if you're giving us any stuff, I play through injuries. I bust my blank for this team. So F every one of you, just forget about it. I don't care anymore. Because that's what you want to do. Because you want to get in Twitter wars with all the people out there because that's not giving them a platform or anything. Mm -hmm. So the Eagles' victory
3: over the 49ers, that was their first. You know what that did? It propelled them into first place. They're now in first place with their first victory in the NFC East at one, two, and one. Dallas, one, and three. Giants, one, and three. And yes, you're Washington FC, which I've never heard anyone say Washington FC. We should just call them FC. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're scoring
1: like a soccer team. They can't it, it,
3: score, so call them a football club. There you go. That'd be your cue, Chuck. Okay. Yeah, you understand. Okay. Blown call. <laughs> Thank you blown call terrible twice exactly jeez. so the chiefs and the pats last night okay the first game of the monday night football doubleheader kansas city's up six to three in the second quarter kansas city had the ball at their own 35 and patrick's patrick mahomes turned the ball over but not according to referee tony
1: cornett a three-man rush. He drops back in the pocket. He's hit by Winovich. Get it. He'll be taken down. The ball's oh, loose. It. It's caught by Calhoun. Calhoun has it for the Patriots. But Tony Corrente is going play. to roll Mahomes down. No. As Calhoun carries the football down the left sideline. You can't roll him down on Jace that. Winovich had Mahomes oh, wrapped no. up. The ball popped in the air. Caught by Calhoun. Bill Belichick is right along the far side.
0: As Corrente blew the whistle, calling the play down.
1: With Mahomes in the grasp of Winovich, Mahomes tried to throw. Oh it. no, he's and not. As he loaded down. the ball in his right ear, he he's not, not. even close. You got
3: host, <laughs> he got hosed, man. He got hosed. Unbelievable, there. That and when you look at this, it was actually an interception. The ball never touched the ground. It was going the other way. And yes, you. This was a game changer. The score was six to three. New England's getting ready to go in for a touchdown. So I don't want to hear this nonsense about, oh, it didn't happen you know late in the game. This happened in the second quarter. Blown call. Here's Tony Corrente after the game. Here was his quote. Uh, As he was being controlled, talking about Mahomes, other players were coming in at him. And so with those other players bearing down on him, a quarterback is considered in the grasp and his forward progress is considered stopped when I feel it was in the best player's interest and the player's safety was being jeopardized. The player's safety was being jeopardized? Are you kidding me? This is a joke. And again, I I know people use the term, we play two-hand uh, touch football here. No, this is a joke, man. And I, I got to agree with the Patriot announcers. It was a joke.
1: Well, and the other thing about it, too, is when you see this play, you know, you always understand. It's like, okay, if the whistle blows, unfortunately, there's nothing they can do about it. Because it's blowing. I didn't hear the whistle beforehand. I mean right. it looked like the ball came out of his hand. And how about insult to injury? Now Bill Belichick, who when I rate, rightfully so, he was wearing a double mask to show the NFL that he is absolutely, you know, that you know that he's taking it seriously now. Well he pulled down both masks to scream at the officials. Now it's very likely he's gonna get a huge fine. That's insult to injury. First you get blanked on the field by the <laughs> officials, and now you're gonna have to pay for it. What is this?
3: Yes, this is the National Football
1: League. Welcome to 2020. <laughs> All right, hey, you know, um, there's a... In the United Kingdom, there's some crazy stories that go on. You know, different stuff. Now, I have never worn and never will wear a chastity belt. <laughs> I would not want to see that picture. No, no, you wouldn't, right. and you won't. So you don't have to, unless Thank somebody goodness. does a really, really bad job of photoshopping oh, okay. something. But there's a new chastity belt out there. I believe it's called the We Cellmate. I don't know why. I guess the Cellmate because it's locked up until you're. I thought We was others. a video game. Well, We is also it was it's also yes. Yeah, it was true. a magazine Wii, years ago. It was <laughs> an adult magazine that many is true. years ago. Oh, I so see where you're going with this. There's the We Cellmate chastity belt. Well, they found out there's a little flaw, potentially, with the belt. The belt is controlled by your Bluetooth phone. However, apparently it's very easy to hack into this account. So if you're wearing this belt because your significant other said, eh, I want to make sure why that you, you Why are you pointing me? Why am I wearing this belt? I'm, I'm not. I'm just using hand <laughs> gestures. If you've if you if you've got a guilty comment, why do you, you point or over to Nunchuck Earthquake? Nah, I don't want to do that. They're behind the glass <laughs> for a reason. Okay. Um, But apparently this is very easy to hack into. So now it turns out that somebody else could hack into your chastity belt if you're wearing it and essentially, theoretically, keep it locked forever. That you could never get it off. And once they're in, nobody else can get it off you because now they control it. It's a crazy world we live in. I don't know why you put one of these things on anyhow, but you might, might want to make sure that you have the control over it <laughs> if you're going to use it. And if you do use it, well, then that's that's your thing. You I know? think
3: the uh, word hack may have a double meaning here in this, uh, in this instance. So, yeah, uh, chastity belts. Wow. I don't want to see Frank at the Christmas party. <laughs> I don't want to see that. You are definitely not going. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Major League Baseball. Angel Hernandez. You know Angel Hernandez. He's been an umpire for over... Well, he's in his 30th season, actually, right now. He is suing his employer. That's right, Major League Baseball. He's citing racial discrimination. Like I said, this guy has been a Major League Baseball umpire since 1991. Now, this lawsuit goes back to actually 2017 where he is suing Major League Baseball for not being assigned to a World Series since 2005 or has not been promoted to lead an umpiring crew. Now, this season, they actually said, okay, Angel, we're going to make you part of the, uh, the interim crew. We'll let you lead a crew here. But he claims, hey, nonsense. The only reason that Major League Baseball is doing this is because that a dozen... Major League Baseball umpires opted out because of COVID concerns. So he's complaining about this and suing racial discrimination. How about this reason, Angel? The last time you were in a meaningful playoff game, I don't know if you guys remember this, he had not one, not two, but he had three overturned calls by replay. In the 2018 ALDS, the Yankees and the Red Sox. Maybe that's why you're not uh, getting these uh, prime assignments anymore. But still, like I said, let's go back and look at the resume of one Angel Hernandez. All right? I don't know what there is to complain about. You got 30 years of Major League Baseball. Nice career. Going to get a great pension, right? He's worked two World Series, like he mentioned. He's worked three All-Star games. He's worked 11 Divisional Series and 8 League Championship Series. How is this going to go over where you're suing over racial discrimination when you've been in the thick of all this in a 30-year
1: career? How about maybe that you've lost over the last few years and you kind of suck right now? Well, not only that, but here's another confusing part. Why are you suing now that they're finally giving you the opportunity? Right. Regardless of how you've oh, gotten yeah, it, yeah. how about you take it's the courtesy. opportunity and show them how they should have done this a long time ago, man up, do the job that you claim that you've been capable of all this time, then maybe sue afterwards and say, see, I should have gotten this opportunity a long time ago. You're finally getting the chance, and now you're saying, yeah, well, I'm going to sue because I didn't get it earlier. Mm. Just... It makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah. All those years you could have done it, now that you're getting it, now you're suing, how the hell does that make any sense? Yeah. That's well, about as bad as his calls on the field. Yeah. Well, guess what?
3: You'll get a chance to see these calls tonight, because guess who will be umpiring first base tonight in the Dodgers and Padres series? One Angel Hernandez. So, yeah, we'll see if he blows don't, any don't you calls ju- tonight. D-
1: d- now, don't you almost have to cheer for some kind of chaos in the game?
3: Uh, of course you do. Where's a Don Deckinger? I want a Don Deckinger moment, just like we had way back in the day. That's what I want to see. How about a no-no coming down to the ninth inning
1: where Angel, H- Angel
3: Hernandez is going to blow the call or something?
1: Maybe that'd be interesting to see. Well, the one thing yeah. we know we're not going to get is we're not going to get the controversy with fan interference on a call. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We've talked about some bad beats.
3: How about some more bad beats this week, all right? You may remember this game. Duke and Virginia Tech. All right, Virginia Tech, for you scoring at home, a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. I don't think any of us had this. Sk- well, actually, I think Brian Benowitz had Brian Duke. Brian, that, yeah. Brian took Duke, right? So you got Virginia Tech. You want to lay nine-and-a-half? Okay, you're looking pretty good here. Vautech is leading Duke 38-28 to 28, with under a minute to go. Duke has the ball at the end of the game in a meaningless drive, pretty much. Fourth and ten at midfield. They convert. Keep the drive alive. No timeouts left. Now they face a fourth and eight. At the Virginia Tech 35, they convert. Now the ball goes down to the Virginia Tech 21. They get a completion out of bounds with five seconds left in the game. Okay? Now let's remember the score. It's 38 to 28. What do you do?
1: F- with the with the situation you just gave, what
3: do we do, do, do? Well, you just you, you keep playing and you go s- score the touchdown, right? Right. No, let's trot on the field goal unit because David Cutcliffe, the Duke coach, thinks well. In theory, this kind of works, right? That with if you had, you know, you're down two scores, let's go get a field goal. Then we can do an onside kick, maybe take another play or two and do a hail mary. Right? That's great if you got about thirty or forty seconds left. Right? Remember. There's five seconds left in the game, so he's trotting out the field goal unit. Everyone's standing around like, "What? You want me to go out and kill? Okay, fine. Goes and kicks the field goal. Five seconds to go. Ball placed down. It's kicked up. It's good. How much time's left in the clock? Zeros. The ball game is over, and they lose. Final score: 38 to 31. Now, if you had Duke, you're a winner. But if you had Va Tech, you're a loser. But more importantly, if you are David Cutcliffe here, why are you trotting out the field goal team when you don't have any time for the onside kick?
1: Maybe head the line. <laughs> I mean, it's happening. <laughs> Wait for. Maybe this is right in front of my eyes and I'm not realizing it. Yeah, you can't well, see the forest for the trees.
3: I, I can't see it. He had Duke plus nine and a half. Let's get it. Field goal! Yeah. I got a cover!
1: There's no meaningless field goals and points in Vegas, my friend. Oh, uh, jeez. So if you had
3: Vautec, loser! <laughs> all right, and I got a great one for you here. All right, horse racing. Now, we all love horse racing. You were talking about the Preakness. Unfortunately, this had nothing to do with the Preakness, but Emeralds Downs. I know you're familiar with a lot of the tracks, mainly Chicago. Emerald Downs is in Washington, and there's a horse that is running, and it is Coastal Kid. Coastal kid is a 9-2. I believe he was the co-favorite here. So he's 9-2. He's coming down the stretch, all right, with the lead in Emerald Downs. And he makes this really wide turn. And I can't understand why he's making such a wide turn, but he's crushing the field, and he's going down the stretch. So once he gets to the eighth pole, looks like he's going to be an easy winner because no one is probably within 15 to 20 yards of him, right? Well, he decides to take... Another right turn. Yes, I said he's coming down the stretch. There are no turns. All right? But he starts veering right towards the grandstand. Now, I know we need a visual for this, but I think you can follow what I'm saying. He starts going towards the grandstand to the far rail. Don't know what's happening. The camera is, is now off of him, and now the other two horses that are that are coming above are going to go win and place, and out of nowhere, here comes Coastal Kid gets veered right back straight, and finishes third. It was the weirdest ending of a horse race I have ever seen. I don't know if I'm doing any justice explaining to it, but he literally went from win to place
1: to show. Yeah, it was crazy. I actually saw the video of that race myself, so it, it was a little bit weird. And you wonder, did the jockey just completely lose control of the horse? Did the horse just have a mind of its own? <laughs> well, here's what I found out. Doing a little homework on this. Okay,
3: It was a night race at Emerald Downs. They said when he turned down the stretch, the lights, they believe,
1: got in his eyes, and he, he freaked out and just started making a beeline towards the grandstand. I guess that's possible. I mean, I've I've actually been at the racetrack, and I've seen a horse jump over a rail before. There you go. So, I mean, those kind of things do happen. It was kind of weird. I guess it's some kind of credit to the horse that he can still place in the money, but boy, you, now that's a bad beat if you had him to win. That's what I'm saying. Exactly, it's I mean, a horrible that's, beat. That's yeah, crazy. If you you know you went
3: you know ten and ten or twenty and twenty or whatever two and two to you know either you know
1: win in place. Yeah, yeah. You you have win in place. You get nothing for it. it. Exactly. Just whew, exactly. That, that's not good. that good. Bad beat. <laughs> All right. You know. You know. I'm a big tennis fan. 3 o'clock in the morning, I got up again last night because French Open's on. So I was watching, uh, saw Svitolina get uh, upset, actually, by Podoroska in the French Open earlier this morning. But, um, you know, one thing that I don't like about tennis or any other sport is when you see a headline someplace and it's completely misleading. Now, we know that Novak Djokovic was just disqualified in the U.S. Open because he took a ball and he smacked it out of anger and it hit a line's person in the throat. That person went down. Djokovic was disqualified from the tournament. All right, remember that. So I'm checking out TMZ Sports last night, and I see the headline, Oops, I Did It Again, and they show Djokovic. That was a song. A line no. That was a bad song. Yes, it was a bad song. <laughs> <laughs> that would be what a bad you... song, not a bad beat. There you go. But Boom! Though it might have had a bad beat, which made it a bad song. And I know you hated that song so, back in the day, yes. so go ahead. I still hate it. Um, Britney anyhow, Spears, right? Britney Spears, Oops, I Did It Again. There you but Novak Djokovic. Sorry. So the... The, the headline says, oops, I did it again, and I'm thinking, there's no way. No, I know I slept a couple hours, but there's no – he's still in the tournament, right? Right. Well, then they show the play. His opponent serves the ball. Djokovic tries to return it. It hits the end of his racket, and it goes over and it hits a line person in the head. It's part of the game. It was a point during the match. But they made you want to – and I'll admit, I took the clickbait. I followed it. But come on, man. Don't show me something like that, like he just did it again and he's gonna d- get disqualified from another major. It was a play in the game. Absolutely stupid, ridiculous, and you wasted like two minutes of my life.
3: <laughs> you said TMZ, correct? TMZ Sports. There yeah. you go. There you go. That says it all right there. TMZ. Come they on. do a lot of good stuff though. Uh, none of that none of that story. Oops. I, I did it again. What well, the fuck? <laughs> all right. Alright, so something that's always bothered me. And uh, I want to see how you guys feel about this. Social media etiquette. I think we have to have better social media etiquette, especially yeah, once we get on <laughs> Facebook. All right? Now, I'm going to single out a good friend of ours. All right? He was both my producer and your former producer. And if you probably know where I'm going with this if you saw his recent Facebook post. Oh, yeah. Now, bless him, he was in the hospital. I don't think anybody should be posting pictures of themselves in a hospital. I've always had issues with this. I don't want to see anybody with the the net over their head that looks like they're in their last dying day, and he wasn't, th- thank goodness, but I'm tired of seeing pregnant women show me their embryos or showing me their ultrasounds when they f- just find out they're pregnant because you know that's all over social media. We see it on Facebook. You and I have friends that do this kind of stuff, but then I don't want to see people with stitches. I don't want to see open wounds and you can spare me the details like our good friend he was telling us why he was in the hospital and i'm i'm going to say it but he goes into great detail about i guess having a tennis ball something on I his it was a golf ball a golf ball size on his rectum i don't want to hear it i don't want to read it i'm glad that he had, was good-natured about it and he's feeling better so prayers to him he's feeling great but why do people feel necessary to put this on social media with pictures like you're, you're dying in the hospital? I don't want to see it. I, I appreciate the update, but just say, hey, maybe unexpected surgery. I'm doing fine. Thumbs up. Am
1: I off base here? Do you want to read about this kind of stuff? Do you want to look at this stuff? I, I don't want to read about it, but I do know, too, first off, you teed off on the golf ball on his rectum there, so uh, <laughs> you know, but uh, but, you know, I, I definitely don't want to see it, but I do understand from one standpoint, because if he just said had emergency surgery, but I'm doing fine, you know that the top 10 replies would be, what happened? What's wrong? What's So he decided to share everything. Now, he could have put a disclaimer saying, by the way, this is kind of graphic and that, and you people might not want to go into it. But you talk about social media etiquette, at least he didn't show the pictures of the surgery, and he just showed himself laying in the bed. But, you know, there's some people like, we've seen that, too. We've seen that, too. Yeah. But there are some people that don't like food pictures, which you love to do. Some People don't like a lot of stuff out there. I don't understand... And I'm not a big social media fan. I'm on it because of the job we do and the work we do. And, you know, you try to share stuff when you're watching a game or something like that. But one thing that social media has done is given everybody a platform. And everybody now has their 15 minutes of fame. And I think a lot of people share way too much. And right now, and I've been saying this for years, to me, social media is nothing but haterade. And with these political things going on and everything else right now, that's even more in the forefront. But, no, I don't want to see about – any golf ball removals of anybody's <sighs> rectum out Are there.
3: you actually comparing my Philly cheesesteaks or my filet mignon or my French onion soup from Froggies to a
1: rectum shot? I am not Are comparing you? it. I'm saying, but you're talking social media etiquette. I know a lot of people that go, I don't care what somebody had to eat. <sighs> oh, I, I People love the food shots. Some love them, and I guarantee you, some don't. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs>
3: With that, let's go to the phone, Slappy. What's going on, my man? Well, I like the
0: horse racing one because I had I had to play the pick five, and in, in the pick five, that race I had to win. I did not have that horse that basically went uh, start darted out right right turn or whatever. So I was
3: very very happy when he did that. You were happy. You actually had that race at Emerald Downs. You the sicko that's playing Emerald Downs. You no, f- there, there was a, there was a pick
0: 5 carryover. I played oh, I played okay. pick 5 carryovers and there was a carryover for like 20 something thousand dollars. So I had to play those races and it happened to be that race wow. where the horse was leading and I was going, "Oh, man, I'm going to get knocked out here." Then all of a sudden he took an abrupt right. That's hilarious. So was,
3: That's hilarious. I got
0: one comment. I got one comment about one of the games during during the week or whatever and I still did not understand it. These coaches Tampa Bay was trailing 24-7. to 7. The Chargers had the ball inside the, their own 10-yard line. There was 50, less than 50 seconds left to go in the half, and Tampa Bay had one timeout. So if you're a Charger person, you're basically saying kneel down two times or three times, whatever it takes. Twice, exactly. Go to the half, and you're yep. up 24-7. to 7. Yep. Well, of course, they hand the ball off to a freaking rookie and he fumbles the ball. And of course, Tampa Bay gets the ball. They score, you know, and now, now it's 24 to 14. I don't understand some of this thinking as coaches. You've got to play the game the way it should be played. Do not hand off in the situation. Remind me of the Giants and the uh Philadelphia back in the day with uh,
3: Herman Edwards. Yeah. Joe Harris, exactly. You know, I was watching that game and actually I loved that play because I had the Patriots. So, I was going I thought I was cooked at that point in time, you know, I'm going to be down 24-7 in the half at the half, but you're right. It was
1: insane. Anthony Lynn, that staff. Yeah, we see it every week. Well, yeah, I mean, there's That's so sweet. many crazy plays that you see in football. In the Falcon game last night, I don't know, although we're done. They have fourth and fifteen at the end of the game with ten seconds left. They throw a ten yard out. Right. What's the point of that? Throw it in the end zone. Try to get the, the touchdown or yeah. the PI or something like that. That's the only chance you have. What they wanted to get one more completion for the stats and a losing effort. Yes. That's why a lot of coaches it, when I love when people say Oh, well, you know what? There's a reason they're down there and we're up here. Yeah, but sometimes the reason is they're just as dumber, dumber than the people that are broadcasting the games. I got you. All right, Slap. Hey, we got a roll, brother. I appreciate you
3: listening. Appreciate the thoughts, man. Keep listening. Keep calling. Come down to the Cosmopolitan on Friday. Okay, Breaking news. The Astros have come back to uh, take the lead on the A's. Was it 2-1 to one now? All right, two to 2-1. Astros uh, take the lead. So there we go. When we come back, the big seven-footer joins us live from Chicago as we get ready to talk NBA Finals.
1: The T.C. Martin Show is back. Yes! Yes! What are you doing? It's just a half Yes, this is my favorite part of the game. T.C. Martin. Yes! In the face! The doctor is now in. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: right, we got NBA Finals tonight, game number four, WNBA Finals, game number three as the Las Vegas Aces will try to get a win in this series against the powerful Seattle Storm, the Aces, a seven and a half point. No, I actually take that back, A a nine and a half point underdog. Maybe you should have uh, played yeah. Staying Alive coming back. Yeah, exactly. Staying Alive, exactly. <laughs> so, no, Seattle just, they, they seem too strong, too tough. We knew that going into it. Brianna Stewart has just been a beast in this series. And of course, when you have the Hall of Famer, probably the greatest player of all time. You can make an argument either it's Sue Bird or Diana Taurasi for the greatest player of all time in WNBA history. But uh, bottom line is you've got two future Hall of Famers in this lineup. Ace is too young. But uh Well two hope,
1: injured too. And two
3: injured too. That's the main thing. Because if Derek Hamby was there, yeah, different different uh, story. And of course we know they played well without Liz Cambage. But I think Kelsey Plum really would, would help this team. Uh they need some more scoring right now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and, and again, I mean kudos to them for making it this far without Cambage and and the man. But um Oh, my ears are bleeding now. <laughs> um, but um, but yeah, but that, no. That's I mean, a, that's they, a they, moment. They, 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 they they've played well to get to this point, but right now it just seems like you know that the they, they don't have enough weapons to compete with Seattle's. But you know what? Anything can happen. It's like it's like uh, Coach Lambeer said. Hmm. Right now, our mission is to win one game. You can't win three in a row till you win the first one. So hmm. that's what they need to do. Hmm. In the middle.
3: There he is, breaking out of the huddle right now. The big seven-footer, fresh off the golf course. What's going on, my man?
2: I'm at the golf course. I was at the um, Walgreens Round Robin charity tournament. Okay. Uh, It was great. had some of my old teammates were there, Craig Hodges, um, uh, Tony Kukoc, Randy Brown, Pete Myers. Uh, great cast of people our girl summer Sanders is there yes um so it was uh it was nice it was a nice event it's a nice day in chicago uh so perfect perfect event uh it was great social distancing bad food uh and uh Actually, you know we had some good shots, so we're very very pleased. great day
3: all right well, I hope you said hello to summer for me you know that's our that's our girl our sacramento sports hall of Famer. i,
2: I did say I did say hello to her and she says that uh, you know uh, uh you or her uh <laughs> so I don't know what you am um, um so uh you know you probably gonna give her a call that, uh, you know, it looks like you're in debt right now.
3: Well, I don't know. We had her on the show a couple months ago. We had her on the show. Maybe she wants to come back, so that's what we need to do, you know?
2: Well, I'm sure she wants to come back, and also she wants to get paid back Whatever you are. So, I don't know uh, what you're talking about there. I don't know what you're talking well, about. Well, and that's part of the problem. You don't know, and maybe <laughs> you should know, and that will clear things up. But, right. uh, maybe you should tighten up awesome. on your backstroke.
1: That's what you should do. You mean his back uh, swing? No backstroke. Well, We're talking about Summer
3: Sanders. yeah? Oh, okay. The freestyle backstroke. Oh, okay. and plus, that's a song from the Fatback Band. Anyway, yeah. What's going on Mom. there? What do you got going on there?
2: Anyway, I hear I hear a crowd of people. What's going on here? You at a bar? Well, the well, the, the event is ending. I am actually outside, okay. as as we should be. Hmm. Uh, but uh, it, it's it's a beautiful day out here. It's uh, it's sixty-ish, probably closer to seventy, and. Uh, when this kind of situation happens, especially in Chicago, you you, you take advantage of it. So, uh, like I said, very very pleased. Uh, you know, especially for me, I, I, I had some good shots, had some good drives, had some good putts. Uh, you had some bad ones too, as you would suspect. <laughs> but uh, but but a, a great day, All great right. day, great people.
3: Al Roker, ladies and gentlemen, giving us that weather report from Chicago, Frank. It just makes you miss home, doesn't it?
1: <laughs> hey, hey, Bill, what what course are you at there in Chicago? Because I know there's a lot of fine courses in that area.
2: Well, we're up close to Lake Forest. We're in uh, Norwood, Norwood Country Club. And actually, I used to belong to this course years ago and decided uh, uh, to, to, to get out, basically, because uh, – you know, from all my travels, I was I was never there, and uh, you know, having to pay the uh, you know monthly uh, a uh, fees of it, I think actually my youngest son James probably reaped, and my daughters, Chris reaped the benefits of it. They played, they ate, uh, and, and really enjoyed it for, for about three years. Uh, you know, I, I never used it, so. Um, so, so I got out, uh, you know, it's a great course, great people. Um, uh, so I, I, I do miss it, but, uh, um, if, if I play golf balance in San Francisco, at the Olympic club.
3: All right. So let me ask you this of all your former teammates or the other celebrities that, that were there, uh, who's, who's got the best golf game. Is, is, is it Tony coach? Is it Craig Hodges? Who's, who's got the better golf game?
2: Well, I think as always, you uh, whoever's talking says they have the best game. Now Pete Myers and he was saying uh, asking that question, he would say it's me. If Tony Kukoc, who's probably the best golfer uh, says so, oh, It's 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 him. So uh and I will say this, on given days, uh I'm 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 gonna hold my own even though I'm uh i I'm I'm pretty erratic when I'm not practicing. But uh Uh, By the end of summer, I usually could hit the ball decently. So, just depends what we ask.
3: There you go. All right, my friend. Let's ask you about tonight's game, NBA Finals in the bubble in Florida. Miami definitely showed up in game number three. Butler, 40 points, the triple-double. Can they show up again tonight uh, in game number four? Lakers lead the series two games to one. What do you expect to see? Yeah, see.
2: Um, I don't really care if he shows up or not. I mean, like I said before, it's a Lakers series to lose. Um, you know, you had foul trouble with the Lakers. You had turnovers. Uh, the Lakers played horrendous, and and they were still in the game at the end. So uh, this is the Lakers series to lose. So uh, if, if 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 they if they play how they've been played the first two games. Um, Lakers should win they should win uh, they should win easily so so we'll see we'll see if a foul trouble or anything else plays uh, plays in but but the Lakers have a better team and and'll uh, and we will see if Lakers should win.
1: Hey, Bill, after that Game 3 victory, I believe Jimmy Butler and some of the other Heat players came out and said that they had proved that they belonged in the finals. Did they need justification for that because were there people questioning whether or not they should have been in the finals?
2: Well, those questions are always silly to me. Uh, if they don't know they deserve to be in there uh, and are talking about it, uh, that should be a given. They're in it. So, <laughs> that question is irrelevant. Uh, so, I think that the big thing is that, uh, you know, for them to bring out and play the best basketball they can. Look, what, the, the, the big thing about that last game was, 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 was foul trouble, was the fact that the Lakers never got into a flow, was the fact that, uh, you know, they are throwing the ball over the gym and they were getting easily left to the basket. Um, I mean, there's no mystery in the game. It was just, uh, it, was, it was Lakers errors that were leading to the, the reason why uh, all these guys were able to score and not only score, but score easily. So, uh, you know, the playoffs is all about, uh, this is your opportunity to do something you've been waiting for your entire life. So if, uh, uh, and if you guys don't want to show up and give your best effort, that's on them. But, uh um, you know, to me, clearly by far the team of the best team. The team that's able to they can go ball, they can go big, they can go small, they can play fast, they can play slow, is is the Lakers. So if, if they're using their head, they'll go back down in size. They'll play. They'll play uh, inside out. Um, they'll, uh, they'll they'll force Miami to shoot uh, uh, jump shots. And um uh, uh, and then they'll try to control the game. So uh I think to me the rest of it's just sore. So we'll see we'll see what happens.
3: All right. I think a lot of people would like to see Miami respond the way they did uh last uh, time on, on Sunday night. So we would have well, a series well, here and Jimmy well, Butler is, gr- is great is well, great to watch.
2: Well that's my thing. Lakers The Miami didn't respond. The Lakers played terrible. It's not a response. And it's like, it's, it's ridiculous. Look, hold on. Jimmy terrible. Butler doesn't go for a triple-double and score 40 because the, the Lakers, uh, they played responded. Terrible. They responded. Played terrible. They played, played terrible. But, didn't guard anybody. Didn't throw the ball inside. How, the how sad double. is that? For a, Threw the ball away. How, it didn't have anything sickening. to do with what Miami was doing. It didn't to do with what the Lakers were doing. How
3: can a team show like, up like that? I can't believe you are saying that a Lakers team <laughs> – with that kind of talent, you guys would never show up like that. Just mail it in. You're telling me the Lakers mailed it in? Come on,
2: man. That's ludicrous. I'm not, I'm not talking about that's in your words, mailing it in. I'm saying to play you the way they did. said they didn't played. show up? No effort. No, I didn't say that. You just said that. Okay. I'm saying that the Lakers, if they play how they played in game one, they played how they played in game two when they played inside out. They control the tempo and then throw the ball away and in, in uh, a, a foul trouble. They control the game. It's their game to win or lose. But you're not giving There's Miami any credit for game three? You have to give
3: Miami credit in game for Game three. They took it to them. Took it to them, and no. Jimmy Butler was phenomenal.
2: Best player on the no. court. No, that game was a mess. It's a mess. You don't get any credit, a mess. I so, can't believe a team yeah. like the
3: Lakers would, uh, would give me that kind of performance and that type terrible of game. performance. Look, uh, look, uh, look! Let's
2: inexcusable. It. They played terrible. They played terrible. So look, my thing is that, and I just said it. We'll see it fourth time now. It's their series to lose. So, so in if other they words, they play how they play. Okay. No, if they play how they played in game one and game two, where they control the tempo, where they got the ball inside, they played inside out. Uh, where they played solid defense. They didn't allow these guys to give up layups. Uh, It's their series to lose. That's all I'm saying.
1: So, in other words, if the Lakers play their worst game and Jimmy Butler plays out of his mind, Miami has a chance to win. Otherwise, it's a Lakers series.
2: There you go. CTC, he gets
1: it. I don't know if you
3: get it. That's what I'm not sure. I don't know how many cocktails you had on the course here today. You're worrying me a little bit. That's okay, man.
2: I've had, it, I've had two two cocktails,
3: two cocktails, but it doesn't matter. How, you can't even speak right. Make sure this guy is not walking the white line afterwards. Yeah. All right, man. How about some good French onion soup? Can you deliver
2: us a gallon of French onion soup from Froggies? Will that travel well? I keep trying to tell you, French onion soup does not travel. Why don't you – have to get French onion soup in Vegas – Find some place that they can do that. One, I can do that. One restaurant. These guys they want something from too. Froggies, okay? I,
3: I've been p- <laughs> pimping up Froggies. They need some Froggies food. So what can you deliver?
2: Well, I'm not delivering anything from Froggies. If you want Froggies food, you got to come to Chicago, pal, and we'll feed you. Come on, T.C. You, you, yeah.
1: you know that traveling's illegal in the NBA. Right. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> what am I thinking? Exactly, right? <laughs>
2: right. Oh. Second something down illegal in the NBA, but that's illegal for you.
3: Yeah, there you go. All right, man, get, I'll let you go. That's that, that. That's enough. We'll let you get back uh, to uh, your 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 partners and your teammates. I'm glad you guys are having a good time. It's got to be great to see everybody once again, too.
2: Yeah, and don't remind every remind everybody that this week is the greatest Cartwright family contest that we've ever had. This is the greatest of all time.
3: Uh, the the grace of all time okay and, of all time okay and, and, tell, and tell our listeners what this contest is this week this contest is
2: what is the greatest song of all time now this you may lose some sleep over this you may you may have chills over this this is the greatest Question that needs to be answered. You're worse than Who Cal Worthington. Cal Worthington's commercials for the cars, uh, uh, the, the greatest deal not? of
3: all time. Let me, do, okay, I, I got a Greatest song. I gotta,
2: what was it? Is it? I, I, bet, I bet right now you can't answer.
3: No, you're right. I, I can't answer, okay? Because this contest is ridiculous. You can't sit there and select one song. You can't, okay? You gotta go genre if you wanna do that, and you're still not gonna get I'm gonna tell you what you're gonna get right now. I'm gonna go on a limb, my friend. You are not. You're not going to have a winner this week. You're going to have serial madness all over. You're going to have a draw. You're going to have a tie. Because I guarantee you, nobody is going to pick more the same song. You're going to be nobody all is. over the board. It's impossible. One song. Maybe you what pick God. a song out of a genre. Best R&B. Best country. Best rock. No. You, you're probably still not going no. to get a winner. But if you're going to s- so go across the globe, across the genre, it's, okay. it's impossible. That's a horrible contest. It's horrible. I'm boycotting this
2: week. No, you're not, because and and, and you've already done that. Because you, Help you me talked out, Frank. about the best, who's 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 the best uh, NBA player of all time? You got idiots on there that want to answer that question. So this question there is there is, is a zillion songs, a zillion songs, the greatest. What is the greatest song Impossible. Of all
1: time? Impossible. No one is going to agree on that, Bill. No one will agree on that. Nobody. D- doesn't your That's favorite song good. sometimes depend on the mood you're in, though, too? Because your favorite song, like today, might not be the same as tomorrow if you're in a down mood or an upper mood or something like that. People seem to change on that a lot. It- it's a tough one to really
2: pinpoint. That's right. It's the greatest it's the greatest contest of all time. Okay. That's what you don't recognize. You don't recognize the greatness of this. This is a huge question to ask. This is big. This is the biggest we've ever had. So don't tell me you're trouble. Like I said, you—you you, you, right now you're gonna sweat. You're sweating right now. Right now you're gonna let me gonna say sweat. something. Okay, here we go. Right now, right Hold now on. you're gonna call friends up because you, you don't know. This I'm going to put this on you, all right? If it's, all if,
3: then what is your favorite song? Instantaneously, what is your pick? What is your favorite song of all
2: time? What is the by greatest? Friday, the greatest? Friday, the greatest? I will have the answer to your question No, you answer. You're
3: asking me mine right now. I want yours right now.
2: What are you okay. talking about? I'm, give it to us. I'm I'm gonna give you um You're not gonna be on the show Friday. People wanna hear. Yeah. So boom, yeah. let's hear it. Okay, okay. So I'm 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 gonna give you an example. Like a lot of people I just have want your John number Lennon. One. Just just listen up. Well, a lot of people have already picked John Lennon, imagine. That's their number one song of all time. Now for, for guys like you are gonna procrastinate <laughs> and then go soft. And not be able to, to tough it up. Oh, I'll come up with some yeah. that's on you. I'm just saying well, right I don't now, think you're gonna have but, a winner. Oh, yeah. we're, we're gonna have a winner.
3: Okay. So what what John Lennon imagined great song by the way, may have Greatest three song votes of all time. It might have three so or four votes. It it's not gonna have thirty it, votes it, like the know. other
2: contests. It doesn't matter. You 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 better vote then. You better vote, you better do your research. All right. How about you and I have a side bet
3: here? Let's go a side bet, and I will say that the winner of this contest does not have more than five votes. How's that? How about a friendly bet, you and I? Because that's a, that's not a good contest.
2: That's not a good contest. For I'll, I'll lower.
3: I'll say four votes. I'll say three votes. I'll say the winner doesn't have more than three votes because it's impossible to go one song in in your group of people. I mean I can come up with one, you can come up with one, our crew, your family can come up with one, but I don't think everyone's gonna have the same song. That's my point. I don't think you're gonna have more than three people have the same song.
2: That is my point. It's Won't you can't you see that? It does the math. It's 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 a contest. Everybody doesn't have to agree, but the point is that we're going to have a winner. We're, we're definitely going to have a winner, and we're going to announce at the end of the week who's the greatest song of all time. It's, it's in in now. Let's, let's get let's get ahead of that. This is your real thing. You're not going to agree with it as usual, but it doesn't matter. It's a goddamn. Have you ever heard this guy more passionate about anything else?
1: How come we were talking basketball? He's not this passionate. The bottom line, TC, is you need to imagine what the greatest song is.
2: (laughs) There you go. Finally.
3: Somebody get him right. All right. We'll see you later, man. Uh, Enjoy the rest of your your stay in
2: Chicago, okay? You think about it. Think about your French onion soup. Mm -hmm. Think about the greatest Uh. songs of all time. Get yourself right. And who knows, maybe one day we'll get you
3: on the golf course. Yeah, one day. All right, brother. See you later. There it is. All right. know. <laughs> he called you soft like six times there. He did. Soft. Soft.
2: Exactly. Jeez.
3: Never considered myself soft. Just be. I mean, I'll come up with a song, but you know what I'm saying? That's like impossible. It's not like, okay, the greatest appetizer or the greatest, you know, food or the greatest mixed drink. Now that, you know, you're going to. Conclude with a winner. Going to have multiple votes. Greatest song. Greatest,
1: you know, R and B artist or you know, that's that's different. That's legit. This isn't. This isn't legit. Well, it, it's very difficult for sure. I mean, it's hard for people to say their greatest movie, the greatest this, yeah. the greatest all that kind. Of. A lot of times you make a list. I mean, but let's face it. I mean, people do have weird choices sometimes. Yeah. I, I'm still blown away that fish and chips is the greatest food combo. Yeah, right. I'm sorry, something that is so plain and just dull. That that's number one. So a lot of people don't want to imagine and go deep into their mind. So we'll see how it turns out. It, right. it is an interesting contest. But I honestly think if I told you one right now, on the show tomorrow, I'd be saying, you know what? I, I, I was wrong yesterday. It's actually this one Yeah, today. Because, because something it change, else will come it up. It changes from your right.
3: moods from a lot of different things. But just memory, too. It's like, oh, I forgot about that song. You know? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So, speaking of music, I uh, thought we'd take this time right now to deliver some very sad news. If you have not heard uh, this news, um, Eddie Van Halen passes away today at the age of 65. He has had a long battle uh, with throat cancer, but even though that a lot of people knew that he was he was ill, not feeling well. Sad day to to hear that uh, one of the greatest guitar players of all time has is, is passed away. And here is a, an example of, of Eddie Van Halen. And Frank, when you heard this news today, what did you think?
1: Well, I wasn't totally surprised because, like you said, he's been battling illness for many, many years now. But it is sad, but it just kind of seems to go with this. 2020 just will not let go. It's, it's like I said the other day. I think we were talking just in the hallway here, and I mentioned it's like sometimes I don't even want to get up in the morning anymore. Because you just don't know what's going to come. But, no, Eddie Van Halen. And, again, if you had a contest for the greatest guitar player of all time, something would tell me that a lot of people would be voting for Eddie Van Halen. He was certainly on that list. I don't know that there is a greatest because that also goes by mood and your feel and what you like. But it's certainly a short list. It's kind of like years ago when, uh, who was the coach of uh, uh, Earl Campbell? Uh, Houston. Oh, Bum Phillips. Bum Phillips. Yeah. And Bum Phillips once said, I'm not going to say Earl Campbell's the greatest running back of all time, but when he's in class, it doesn't take long to take role. There you go. So it's a very yeah. short list. Yeah. Eddie Van Halen would be on that list for guitarists. Yeah.
3: Eddie Van Halen passes away today at the age of 65. His battle throat cancer, just a great talent. and His son's ever...
1: also a pretty good musician.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, uh, you know, him and his, what, brother formed Van Halen. You know, they were
1: a part of that L.A. scene back in the 70s. With a lot of money from David Lee Roth's parents in that, too. That they they, they really b- mm-hmm. backed the band financially, and then they mm-hmm. just, like the song says, right. erupted onto the scene. Yeah,
3: yeah. A little erupt right there, and a little tribute to Eddie Van Halen. Very sad, a great group, uh, Van Halen. And uh, probably a lot of our listeners saw Van Halen in concert over the years. Uh, and, and we're still, you know, touring, you know, you know, semi-recently as well, too. Yeah.
1: Unfortunately, had some feuds with some of his former frontmen. There was the stuff with David Lee Roth and then with Sammy Hagar. But the bottom line is that he made a ton of great music. He did a lot of good things out there. And he was he will sorely, sorely be missed from a musical standpoint and everything. And from what I understand, I know some people that have gotten to know him a little bit and that. And just supposedly a really, really nice guy. Mm-hmm. I've seen him, but I can't say that I've really, like, met him or something like that. Right. I saw him at the, the station years ago. But, uh, yeah, just a phenomenal 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 guitarist. Also married to Valerie Bertinelli for a while. For a while, absolutely. They met at
3: one of his concerts. Next thing you know, they got married. Of course, Valerie Bertinelli, one day at a time fame back in the day. Alright, let's update you because there's more scoring going on in Chavez Ravine. Astros and the A's. Uh, The Astros went up 3-1. A's cut it to 3-2 with a homer. And just now as we speak, Martin Maldonado, your number nine hitter, the catcher for the Strohs, goes deep into the sunshine into left center field to the uh pavilion there
1: and the astros have a 4-2 lead the astros could be up to love in this series yeah they absolutely could be a crazy year in baseball and uh it's also weird when you see teams that aren't at home being yeah, home teams. Exactly.
3: All right, Chris Bosio will join us tomorrow as we talk Major League Baseball. Mike Pritchard, the former wide receiver, and our former colleague, he'll join us. We talk Raiders and NFL tomorrow as well, too. The Raiders. Yeah, Thursday, Houston Nutt, the old football coach, joins us. Scott Spreitzer as well. And, of course, Friday will be at the Cosmopolitan. For Ballpark Frank, Numbchuck, the rest of the gang, if you miss any part of the show, go to the website, tcmartinshow.com. Have a great day.